crew is standing in line for some fun to begin. But I found a good thing, leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You have the great Billy Gibbons here? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very cool. He just passed out. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Hey, that didn't sound too bad. Uh, yeah. the lightning bump loud. <laughs> oh, man. We're here with Matt. in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. <laughs> Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! Another big fat hour of Outlaw Radio Live from the Lighting Up Lounge in the hills. Smoke and drink and interrupting this hour. Uh, darn near exclusively with a great movie star who happens to be really pretty today, Sean Young. Your, uh, Mark said, why do, you, why do you keep calling her pretty? Because Sean Young... You call her beautiful. Yeah, I, I think I called her beautiful uh, years ago, and she said, no, I, she begged me to call her pretty. <laughs> she wrote it in a note. She had it to Lori. Please refer to me as pretty. <laughs> and not beautiful. <laughs> so, so there you have it. Now no, you beautiful know. are mountains and water and yeah. stuff like that, waterfalls. Yeah. Before we get into uh, this Kurt Russell movie that you're doing, and if you're doing a Kurt Russell movie, then it's got to be good because uh, Kurt Russell is He's awesome. He's Mr. Disney. He is awesome. Um, for some reason, Sean Young, pretty Sean Young, uh, wants to discuss Hitler. <laughs> And well, you brought it up, but I'm ready. No, I mentioned Hitler, but you said you wanted to discuss yeah. Hitler, and I said, well, not necessarily, yeah. but you said, okay, yes. Do we really want to do this in a, on Yom, non, Yom Kippur? Non Jew day? Yeah, might as well. I think it's the time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that only because we don't have to hear the crunching of Fritos dur- during this segment? Do you know during the C.W. McCall interview, can you imagine C.W. having to sit here and answer questions during the crunching of friggin' was potato chips? crunching on No, it wasn't. No, no, no. no, no. Howard Lapidus and Mark, Mark Boyer, they just crunched. They, they crunched. Crunch and they uh, they're in hog heaven on the snacks, man. And, I, and I've asked him, I said, can't you do that before the show? And it's... If they're here, they eat. They're always Just hungry. Don't leave them snacks, honey. That's well, the cure. You know, that's Frank Hagen. He's too nice a guy. He feels bad if there's no food for our Jews. <laughs> don't feed the Jews. <laughs> Come on. Don't feed the Jews. Can we not agree? <laughs> that's a new name of my band. No, I saw the sign at the zoo. Come on, man. <laughs> it said that. All right. So, uh, Hitler, what is it? What what sort of spin on Hitler would you like to throw out there, Sean Young? Well, I think the spin came bef- before and after uh, World War II. I think you have to understand. There's a documentary that I watched 
which was called the the greatest story never told. Mm. And when I watched it, it was very interesting because what Hitler did in a very very short period of time was he saved his entire country from this economic ruin. And the way that he did it was through a national treasury note. Mm-hmm. In other words, he got off of the banking grid. Right. And he created his own currency. Right. And that, of course, you can't fake those people, those German people, and the love that they had for him. Because there were people committing suicide in Germany because of the economic... The man was an incredible salesman. He was incredible. Well, he whatever a sales... I don't know what you mean by that. What he really... Let me explain. Bill Clinton, one of the great sales people of all time. I didn't vote for the man, but I don't dislike the guy. He is one of the greatest sales guys of Why all time. Watch come over for some hookers and fudge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little stogie. I mean, I, I, yeah, but that's what I mean. If that's, in my opinion, that's what the ruler, to be a great ruler, a president, um, the highest office of the land. A good orator. You, you need to be a, yeah, a, a great orator or... Even if you're not a great orator, you can be a tremendous salesperson. Or you need to have weak people make, around you. Make the country feel good about spending money. I don't think that's what was the case in, in, in World War II. Okay, well, we're talking about Adolf Hitler now. Yeah. Yes. What he did was he created a debt-free, interest-free monetary system for his country for the public good. We have in this country the Federal Reserve that was passed in 1913. And what this country needs to do is to repeal the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, print their own money at no debt, at no interest, for the public good. Now, that's not going to happen, as we know, because there, when there is a person that, or a country that tries to do that, people get murdered. Gaddafi is a good example. He created a currency in his own country. He was murdered. Now they're we're in Syria. They don't they don't they're not part of the IMF. They're not part of the BIS. It is mostly economically driven. Wars are about in, in our present day about the people who run the banking system wanting to take over the entire world and have everybody on it. Rothschild. Yeah, to be a slave. So Hitler created a currency that freed his people. They didn't just love him for nothing. You you can't fake that kind of stuff. He created a nationalism. And a a treasury note that made it possible for people to have trade, to to be able to go and give their goods and get a a value in in exchange. And he was taken out for that. Howard is spinning. Well, no. Now, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. (laughs) Wait a second. He was taken out for that? Absolutely. Oh, oh, come on. He killed a few Jews. And and gypsies and Russians and Hungarians and gays and everything else. He killed a lot of innocent people. I mean, he killed a lot of people. You don't believe that that might have been a reason? I don't think that the history of the world is completely accurately... Oh, no. Uh, now, you are not a Holocaust denier, are you? No, I'm not a Holocaust de- denier. There were absolutely people killed in the Holocaust. There's no doubt about Howard that. Howard Lapidus is there spinning were, in his to, bag of chips you go, right now. Oh, yeah. You go to Russia, there were people killed in Russia as well, like yes. by Stalin. There the have Ar- been people... The Armenians? The there Armenians? Are, yes. There are so many different groups of people who have been oppressed and killed... But the history about them is largely buried. 
Okay. So but you have this it, one history that gets all the air. But it doesn't time. make it any less ugly. But no, Stalin but murdered ugly. more people than Hitler. Pol Pot took away half of the population of Cambodia. Not a nice man. All right. There's a never-ending list. North Korea, uh, that asshole that took over for his father, he's another asshole. That there's third generation in there now. Okay. And well, there's tens of thousands of people in concentration camps in that country alone. Right. All right. There are... There are it's... We spend so leaders? much time figuring out ways to kill other people instead of right. keeping them alive. I think what Sean is saying without saying it, I think what Sean wants to say is that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, the squeaky wheel in this case is the press. And when you actually look at who owns the press, who, who owns the press in America? Harvey Levin. Harvey Levin. <laughs> Harvey Levin, partly. Per, perhaps. <laughs> Six who companies. Owns, who owns the banks? Who owns the media? Who owns Congress? Who owns the House of Representatives? They all jump like monkeys every time APAC comes in. I mean, come on. Let's, like, look at the elephant in the you're, room. You're, you're much more conspiratorial than I am. You know, I'm putting it lightly. No, yeah, I know. Well, you're, you're almost the queen of conspiracies. And I, I'm not I so much. I hope that's not true. I'm not so much. Yeah, I'm not so much. I sort of look at the black and white of things and... There are obviously injustices, and the scales don't even out. But I just say, you know, fight. And and a good example of that, love it or hate it, are the homos. Jesus. <laughs> well, I had to put Nicely it put. Yes. Frank Hagen. An oppressed race. <laughs> They're I don't not, think you'll find they're not a race. It's, wanting to sign up and go to war in no, Afghanistan. No, they're not a race. No. Come on. I got news for you. You're not a, a race. There's a lot of people that I know that are gay and in the military and would go over there to fight if they were called. You're right. You're actually right. It's a great place to pick people up. <laughs> oh, I'm not arguing with her there either. <laughs> Well, how can the Marine Corps builds men? Let guys. me tell you, yes. <laughs> a safe environment. <laughs> yes, see, Sean Young said, "Don't ask, don't tell." Yes, That's since uh, since you now don't ask, do tell. Since you've been here, we've we've added a uh, uh, Frank the Gay Guy to the the show. So it's it's good because we get perspective. You know, we get although he's wrong most of the time, we we get <laughs> wrong according to you. We get a different. I was just per- gonna say that we get a different perspective but uh i appreciate the perspective of frank and i've always said listen we frank and i don't disagree for the most part and i would say and i've told frank this if he you know if he weren't a butt bandit there i go again okay (laughs) if he weren't uh gay i believe he would be much more on the right and i it had nothing to do with my sexual preference as to why i'm no longer on the right it was working for the right that made me not want to be on the right all right he did, yeah you're not aware of that did but he, you did you hear about the people in in the pentagon who were fired recently in the last couple of months i probably should have but i stopped listening to uh, talk radio well, two months ago they they there are a lot of people in very high positions that were fired and replaced i can't wait a second yes their names. yes i do recall this yes, yes. and and because I think, of what? Well, I don't know, but I think what's happening is is that there are people in high positions, what I call gatekeeper positions, that are now being fired or disappearing because they are realizing that they, they, they can't feel good about continuing the policies that they're being asked to continue from, from up above. Mm. So mm. you have to ask yourself, well, who, who are these people up above who are saying that the Pentagon 
has to do you know x y and z or the the press has to withhold all of these stories i really believe that if we had a free press which i do not believe we have that uh, and we were able to get access well i agree with you too it's controlled by the left controlled by the left no i disagree oh please well it's controlled by corporations that's correct and corporations are on the left no No. yes yes sir that's where you're incorrect. No, the the, the they don't believe in capitalism. Where you're incorrect. They do believe Matt, in capitalism. Matt, Cap- Matt. It has nothing to do not with the, the statement. You're telling yourself that, but no, that's I'm not, not true. Where they, no. what they, what corporations are controlled by, are family lines. They are long they are con- existing. They family are on lines. the left. Do the math. Rupert Murdoch. The biggest corporations. You bring up one. What about Rupert? Ted Turner. He's on the right. Ted Turner's a nutty lefty. No, he's not. Oh, give me a break. No. He's a nutty lefty. Because where do you get your source? Because somebody in the press says... Where do you get your source? Well, I do a lot of reading. A lot of web searching. I do. Because the web is the very, very last place where you're going to... Put your arm down. No, because I'm smelling your pit. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to kick your butt. And (laughs) believe me, I can. I know you can. You're in good shape. No, No, he's going to attack my body odor. No, 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 no. no. You know what? I like it. What did I say, Matt, before Sean came on? (laughs) Oh, yeah. For some reason, even when you uh, are, are well, and you like got it. you got to sweat. How can in this. I not sweat in this hot box you got here? <laughs> Sean, you know I meant that in a good way. No, and you and you know what, Sean? What a good sport! Because any other movie star would say, like Kurt Russell, he'd say, "Screw this! It's too hot. I'm not going to be here." I don't know. Kurt Russell may hang out here. He's a sweetie. He's yeah. a sweetie. So tell me about this movie. He does. It's a western. It's a period. Excellent. And he does. His very good, you know, cold, stony, hard ass Western guy in this. And it's really funny because when we're working, he's got this, like, you know, cool Western guy thing going on. And then right off the, the set, he's just Mr. Funny Nice Guy. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. He's been in the business a really long time. So he's an actor. And, yeah. And he, yeah. Ta- and he takes it, he really takes it in stride. And I did the project because I wanted to work with Kurt. What's it called? Do we have a. Bone t- Tomahawk. Oh. And the director is named Craig Zoller. And Are you sure it's Tomahawk or Tomahawk? Tomahawk. Okay. <laughs> because I, I thought, boy, that's... Been, must have been my, uh, my uh, Ohio upbringing. <laughs> no, my, no, it must have been the 120 degrees in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I sort of like, maybe they should change the name to Tomahawk. <laughs> Yeah, Tomahawk. Has, has Gold has Goldie been sniffing around the set? Uh, no, she, no, she's no. been around. They live in uh, where Montana, I think, or something. They, they, I think they live right here. Yeah, no. yeah they got their place in Palisades somewhere. Oh. Hey, I'm sure they probably have other places. Hey, Sean Young, are you, uh, are you aware of his passion for wine? No, loves wine, and I thought. I, and I may be incorrect on this, but I really... Vineyard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he mentioned that. I think he's yeah, he I does. think he's producing his own wine these days. Wouldn't it be cool to get a couple bottles of the old uh, I don't Kurt know Russell why, wine? But something, when you mentioned that, the person that came... I think he bought Raymond Burr's. Oh, is that... That, that could be. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's into it. I didn't talk about it much with him, but he did mention it. Yeah, on the way uh, in the wine country there at Santa Barbara area, there are some pictures of uh, him up on the walls with some uh, wine guy, and it, it appears that he's in the business now, which is smart, you know, if you're passionate about it. You know, any business other than acting is what all actors want to get into. <laughs> is that right? Because we see that the, the business is going through this um, meltdown and rebuild. What, but it, Consolidation. Well, explain, well, explain to, to us what that means. To me, what it means is that the baby boomers are finally dying, 
and the film model, meaning using actual film to shoot things, is, is gone. It's never been cheaper to sh shoot your own show. Yeah. Uh, the Generation X has had to overcompensate for their lack of money with really good ideas. So the Generation X is actually very creative oh, generation. That makes sense, man. And, yeah. the, and, the, and the baby boomers, <clears throat> they're finally leaving. They should have left the business like 10 years ago. They're all in there at 75 to give other people a chance to move up. So Sean Young, you missed, uh, you missed Generation X by about two years. I just made it. <laughs> I, ju I just made it. I kind of consider myself the, the forefront of Generation X. You are. I mean, you are. Yeah. I mean, truly. I don't consider although not myself officially. a baby boomer. And, no. they, and they describe, like, Wikipedia, which is not really an accurate, very good accurate source of information, but they, they say generation uh, baby boomers is up all the way to 64. I don't agree with that. I think it, it's right. before that. So yeah. We had a couple... And, and by the way, there there is debate on this subject because I have read that it's 59. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was born. So you know you're right on the cusp. I mean, if we take that as as fact, we had a couple of actors on the show a couple of weeks ago. Who were they from? Gen uh, not General Hospital, but the ER. And, and they tasted the Boink right. and Oink so anyway, bacon flavored lube. No, my point. My point <laughs> not was. Me. My point was Sean is the gentleman. He was in a movie Point Break and some things. But he said nowadays, yes, I go for auditions. They ask you, how many Twitter followers do you have in an yeah, audition? Completely different. That is do, just insane. Have you been asked this? I, uh, I have a Twitter account, and I try my best to like figure out how so to say something. So it helps. So you know, you know it's important. Now it's totally where... This, Sick. The, it's it's That's not. Sick. This is this is where the younger generation is going to have one of the only advantages that they have. Yeah. They have very few advantages. They have very little to look to in terms of the baby boomers and their stewardship because the baby boomers were were a selfish generation and they did not take care of the rest of us. They were greedy. That is the fact of the matter. Well, now the, but the point is now uh, you talk about greed. I think the kids are incredibly uh, no, self-absorbed and greedy as it's hell. So they true. feel that they should be uh, given everything. She worked That's for these. Not, she worked. not your kids. No, she, I'm talking about a lot of kids here. What that generation feels is that there's no reason to participate with the previous generations because the previous generations were an exclusive generation, and they are a very inclusive generation because what they do is they rely on each other, and they know that they are the ones that are going to be left with this big pile of crap and they're right so sean the execs that you worked with throughout the years you said they're they were greedy which ones the execs that you worked with the, the studios most the of the people that... in what i call gatekeeper positions mm -hmm. if you'll notice gatekeepers tend to be a little bit on the psych psychotic side and that's why they're hired for that job because they're hired not to have compassion. It's like why we have police officers that never do their job in their own community. Some of the folks that think you're nuts are going to hear you say that and say oh yeah, like, she, like she's not. Right? You can call anybody crazy. Yeah. It doesn't mean a thing. Right. It doesn't mean a thing. What I really know, matters is what is in your Sean, heart. Sean, I know you you're, really, really believe. I know who you are. You know, I know you're not nuts. And many people call you crazy when you actually say anything accurate and truthful to, to minimize you. Bet your ass. That's one of the routines that goes on. You bet By your... press that is owned... It, if, by a by a not a free press because they can lift anybody up they want at the time and that I think the more serious question is 
where are we getting our information from? And this dumbing down that you're talking about, because this generation is uh, the, the dummies. generation. They're dummies. Because they were fed television. They were fed all We were this fed stuff. television. Not as much like this. And this oh, is ongoing. come on. It's we not even, had, it's no, not even the three stations. And the programming now is so different. It's not even TV anymore, though. It's everything is computer, and everything is uh, Twitter, and everything is, you know, there's so many sources for it's bad entertainment. social media. Yeah, and it's, and it's in, as C.W. McCall pointed out, too much communication, because it's not real communication. But Therein that's lies his the generation problem. talking about it. And yeah. Our generation can actually appreciate that. We're in well. the, in the but bridge. their generation is a different generation, and they have an advantage. More with the great Sean Young, who continues to be pretty in sort of a sweaty manner. <laughs> Live from the Lighten Up Lounge, Outlaw Radio. Gustine, and if you own a cell phone, and we know you do, or ride a plastic pony in front of Albertsons, you are no longer tied to your computer. You are now safe to roam while Barstow's burning and take Outlaw Radio with you everywhere you go. Grab an Outlaw Radio app from RadioLoyalty.com. The smoking, drinking, interrupting 24-hour party that you follow now follows you. Your cell phone or Apple device is now the easiest way to stay connected with your friends on Outlaw Radio. You know the demons of decadence. Change the way you listen to radio seven days a week. Now available free at RadioLoyalty.com. Just punch in Outlaw Radio. See that, Mark? You stay on script. Hey, it's Ed Lauder on Magic Media. <laughs> not, hey. on, uh, not on me. Yeah. Hey, it's Ed Lauder on Magic Radio. No, Outlaw Radio. Oh, Outlaw Radio. Listen, Ed's drunk. Can't you tell? I love it when he gets tipsy. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. It's Ed Lauder on Outlaw Radio with Matt. Crazy Matt. I like that. Ah, Padron, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Is it your silky sweet wrapper? Is it your smooth-bodied aromatic smoke tempting me to vices unspeakable? Padron, the exquisite torture you bring to me, not knowing whether to smoke you, build a shrine to you, or even to eat you. Padron, Nicaraguan, to smoke or not to smoke, that is not the question. How many to smoke? Ah, now there's the question. Padron, you stood the test of time. There is no other. You stand alone. You make my life complete. Padron, with you, I'm really smoking. The host of America's Hottest Show would like to remind women that the real way to a man's heart is through his humidor. Now, let's return to Lighten Up. Born Mary Sean Young in Louisville, Kentucky, the daughter of Lee Guthrie. Born Mary Lee Kane, a screenwriter, public relations executive, and journalist. 
And Donald Young Jr., a television news producer and journalist. Part of Irish descent. <laughs> Irish Scottish. Top of the morning to you. Young Top attended. Top the morning to you, She attended Cleveland Heights High School in Cleveland Heights, Ohio, then and transferred. Interlochen Arts Academy. Interlochen. Didn't even know her. Uh, in Michigan, and she also attended the School of American uh, Ballet in New York. If you've never seen her uh, do her dancing, she's a hell of a dancer, and Lori Downey Jr. attests to that. I saw her on Skating with the Stars. <laughs> I did. Not an easy job, I oh. might add. <laughs> I did see that. How, how did you fare on that thing? Well, luckily, mercifully, I got eliminated first. <laughs> and, we, and we all get paid the same, so that's... Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, it's scary. Skating is, was really scary. Um, she, uh, meaning Sean Young, played the female lead, Rachel, alongside Harrison Ford in the classic science fiction film Blade Runner, which stands up today. It's interesting as hell. I just watched it uh, a couple weeks ago. It does stand up. Hey, it do, holds time. I'm trying to remember, though. It's been yeah. a couple of years since I uh, saw the movie. Were you... She's a cyborg. No, but was she supposed... Yeah, but... Right. Yeah. Were, yeah, were, were we supposed to know that she was uh, a droid from the beginning? Were we supposed to know or were we supposed yes. to think... Yeah. He, he comes to meet me in the Tyrell Club. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, by the way, how was Harrison to work with? It's fine. He's yeah. good. Yeah. You don't keep in touch with uh, old Harrison? I ran into him. He's not aging well, by the way. Well, too bad for him. Yeah, you're aging. Sucks <laughs> for him. You're aging well, but he, he's... <laughs> Sorry about his luck. I saw him in the, the new Sly uh, Stallone movie, and... Uh, yeah, that guy. That guy's getting old, and he's not that old. He's, he's like seventy he's or something. Seventy-four. Forty-two when I was twenty, so I'm fifty-four. So wow. busy. Is he? Is he still hitting? Close do the to math. Clock I can't do it. Yeah. Is wow. He, is he still hitting that little teeny? Hitting. I think he's married to that. Yeah. Uh, that broad. Callista. They live in. Uh, in fact, they don't live uh, far from C.W. McCall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're probably neighbors. No, he lives in. Uh, Wyoming or Montana. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in the mountain somewhere uh, region. Out there. Yeah, uh, and boy, he's was was he sort of a boring guy? He seems like a boring guy. I think if I could compare him to anybody, I would compare him to Paul Newman because Paul Newman would like drink a six pack with the with the drivers and the crew yeah. guys. You know what I mean? Like I think I think Harrison was always like a kind of one of the people yeah. who make the picture, and he'd been doing it for so long. Right, he was very close with all the guys who would. Come get a beer. American him. Graffiti, right? Wasn't that yeah. his? Yeah, man, that put him Even on the before map. Before that, he worked. Yeah. Boy, that guy's been around. Yeah. yeah. So was Kurt. Kurt Russell's been doing oh. this a long, long time. <laughs> Hello, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. That's that's how I know. <laughs> that's the first time I ever saw Kurt was in Gilligan's Island. Then, I think it was the first, the first movie theater. I it was, was downtown Everett, Washington. Yeah. We went together. And he was in the Disney film, The World's Strongest, Strongest Man. Man. And I think Ronnie Shell, our buddy Ronnie, Ronnie Shell, was, was in that, in that as yes. well. Yeah. But uh, Kurt Russell and working with... Is it this first time you work with uh, Kurt Russell? Yes. Yeah. I mean, do, do you get the chance to hang out with him at all during this movie? Just on the set at lunch. That's all it was. I yeah. Mean, it was really nice. And also, Richard Jenkins was in the picture. Oh, that's cool. Who's that? Who's who's that? He, he did The Visitor. He, yeah. He's sort of in all kinds of stuff. So he, I'd know his face. You'd know his face. Yeah. Character actor. And now his, yeah. his sort of character actorness has sort of moved him into kind of a mini movie star. Oh, you okay. Know? Yeah. He, he's very popular. Yeah. And Michael Perry was in it. Mm. And... Um, 
I should know the names of all the other actors. Sean, you never had that, though. You never had that character actor thing. You you just I'm moving it, into that now. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I wonder if it's she tough. started first with a star. No, I wonder if it's tougher to to be like this instant movie star. I, I think it it has to be tougher because you have nowhere to go. Well, the thing is, once a movie star, always a movie star, and Hello. so you can't really walk into other movies and have people not know it's you. Like a, a lot of other character actors can kind of walk in and know incognito. Really, yeah, yeah, they can kind of go incognito. But this was an opportunity working with Kurt where I definitely was playing a character and, and you know, I pretty much got treated like a day player on the whole show. And, and that was cool. And, and when I finished, I worked yesterday. I only work one day on this show, so I'm not in it and I'm not a big main part of the movie. Yeah. I walked, I, I drove away and I felt kind of... I felt kind of empty and uh, kind of oh, depressed oh. because I thought, oh, you know, and I was the last shot they took of the day and nobody said, okay, now it's your close-up. It was like, you know, sort of like, oh, okay, I'm a day player. And I, it took me about an hour to overcome it. Because you didn't receive accolades from the crew? though. You have a lot you know, of fans. The crew, of course. And yeah. I have a very large groundswell of love from, from people. Yeah, you do. I've been around that. Did Kurt yeah. Russell recognize people, people love me. Did Kurt Russell know you? No, they, they do. No, but wait, wait. Don't diminish that. They... Real people love her. We were at a bar years ago. This gal was swooning over Shaw, just going nuts over Who this doesn't? gal. Well, Real but it, people, but the gatekeepers yeah. don't. The gatekeepers, yeah, you know, of showbiz. Yeah, Sean, going back to the question, did Kurt Russell know who you were? Oh God! <laughs> no, I'm just I'm curious. Of course he knew who okay. I was. Right. Of course he knew who I was, and he thanked me for coming out and doing it. And he was very grateful that I wanted to, to be a part of it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So you rapped. Yeah, I only worked one day. 